so so you mentioned co-design i mean you know i i think what we're discovering or what soft robotics really was about um which kind of provides the framework and the the context for co-design i think I think basically we had the digital revolution, right? Computation um, was automated in a in a way that radically changed the way we approach many things, right? Uh, CPU von Neumann architecture, all of these, you know, having having tiny computers now that can do more computation than uh, than humanity was ever be able, you know, it, through, throughout all of humanity, we were able to do in one second, right? So so that that has really um, influenced in a very very good way many of the scientific disciplines. I think in robotics what is happening now is that we're discovering what what humanity has done for thousands of years that that was use materials in our environment that are tailored to a particular task and put them into a morphology that is helpful right so we used stones for blades we used wood for the stick and so on right and we build a tool that would allow us to cut a tree or you know i'm just making this up but but this is something you know in, in some sense humanity has done soft robotics from the very very beginning and my feeling is that we now um, really were and justifiably so preoccupied with this amazing technological revolution that was the digital com digital computer and and now we're discovering that in addition to the things we can do now with digital computation you know which is characterized by the turing machine and by by a lot of math about computation uh, computability we're, we're now adding back into the mix right this is something that we've done for a long time and we're ba adding it back into the mix the fact that we can design material properties we can design the shape of objects to achieve a certain functionality. And now putting those two things together now, I think will give us another boost, right? Maybe even comparable to the boost that we got from the invention of the digital computer in, in terms of robotics, in terms of bringing together these two computational paradigms, right? One is this computability Turing machine paradigm. And the other one is a, a clever design morphology shape material properties kind of building objects that fulfill a certain function design approach and by bringing these together i think we will we will see that we can solve problems by by dividing them into two pieces the one piece that's done by the hardware and the one piece that's done by the software and if we learn how to make that dividing line then the problems should become much simpler, right? Because we solve the computational problems with digital computation, and we we solve the morphological problems with morphology, and and you know by by, by definition that is a good idea. Um, and and I think that we will see robotic systems that combine these two things uh, in in very ingenious ways to achieve incredible robustness incredible versatility and overall you know will, will allow us to explore additional applications and and so this is exactly at this boundary is exactly what co-design is trying to do right we have no idea um, of how to draw that dividing line we have um, 
a set of tools for designing hardware. Let's, for simplicity, call it mechanical engineering, right? Or civil engineering, right? I mean, we have all kinds of branches of that, building bridges, building houses, building cars, and so on. <clears throat> um, and, and we have a, a you know, relatively young um, branch of science, which is concerned with digital computation. And, and we don't really know exactly how to bring these two together. And I think co-design right now is starting from the idea to acknowledge that, to, to say we don't know how to bring these two together really well. So let's start with a very simple approach, which is just to perform optimization over this combined space, right? In a, in a very simplistic way, not driven by a lot of knowledge of the problem, but by applying this to easy problems, hopefully we can start learning something about how, how to solve this. And, and you know, maybe the knowledge about how to co-design will be a chapter in this new robotics textbook that we'll write in, you know, 50 or 500 years that really contains things that were contributed by roboticists for robotics. I really like this point so much. It's very important. And I'm curious to ask you, Oliver, in that case, do you think if we look in soft robotics, we want a certain material with certain characteristic? And, and you mentioned in evolution, we don't know how this material, for example, multi-material, uh, how, how this structure already uh, came up in the in evolution. Do you think intuitive design in the beginning is earlier process before going to co-design so that we can understand what actually we need? What do you think this kind of, you say that there's something in between or still we don't know how we can merge to? Do you think intuitive design is a beginning of this step to design this material in a certain way and then you can figure out what's really significant? How do you see this process? Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you, right? We have extensive experiences in designing artifacts and we have significant experience in using digital computation to control things, right? So, so we have experience in both uh, domains and we have experience in, in making robots do things, which in some way is combining these two things, but in a very specific and well-defined interface, right? So, so if you look at traditional hard robotics, the role of the robot and of control is to eliminate physics in the robot, right? We, we compensate for gravity, we compensate for uh, centrifugal Coriolis forces, we, we compensate for inertia. So we try to make the robot behave like a, like a, uh, like a unit point mass, right? And that's when we think we can really control the robot well. And it's true, right? Th 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 we, once we have abstracted away all of physics, the robot becomes very easily controllable, but the hardware has been kind of limited in its ability to do things to just doing what control wanted it to do, right? So, so I think this characterizes uh, robotics for several decades, that the hardware was just in service to control. The hardware had nothing to do, it had to just follow the commands. And, and I think this is now changing. Um, and so the question is, how can we change that? And I totally agree with you. A very good starting point is our own intuition, is our experience in, in both the control and hardware domain. Um, and I think we can start from things that we know how to do and, and gradually increase our search space over which we search for co-designs. 
right? Uh, to, to do code design, we need a space of control policies. So, so I think it's, it's good to start from what we know and we need these two design spaces, right? We need a design space for control and we need a design space uh, for the space of all um, controls that we want to consider. So, so these two spaces initially should be simple. So we can start learning about how to, how to develop co-design and how to make them simple is to use our intuition, is to use the things that we know, to not allow for all arbitrary arrangements um, of, of, of physical bodies, right? You know, to, to sort of put random voxels together of two million materials, but to say, well, maybe we'll start with kinematic structures. Or maybe we'll start with very simple volumetric representations. Maybe we'll start with parametric representations of fingers or of limbs and so on, right? And, and many people have done research along those lines. And so it, it's a good thing that we have full control over the space of all possible control programs and the space of all possible hardware. And so we can, we can adjust the difficulty of, of the problem. You mentioned evolution, right? Evolution is kind of progressing in a relatively unconstrained space, right? That's a huge, difficult optimization problem. I don't think that should be the first thing that we do. I think we can pick something very small and, and see where that takes us. And, and I think the key is that we actually bring these two spaces together, right? That we start exploring where to draw the boundary between control and hardware.